Hey guys, if you want updates on our latest episodes, then be sure to subscribe to the Film Colossus podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Also, if you'd like to support the show and hear episodes ad-free, then subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmcolossus. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know when you're trying to think of a song but just can't quite remember the name? Like when you're looking for the perfect track for a car ride, but all you can think of is a beat? Well, using weed in your teens can make you forget things you want to remember. Because your brain is still developing, the THC in weed can impact your ability to form memories and remember things. Mindovermarijuana.com can show you the different ways weed can impact you in real life. Want proof? Check out the facts at mindovermarijuana.com. Sponsored by the California Department of Public Health. Start the clock. My name is Travis Bean. My name is Chris Lambert. And today we are counting down. I'm excited about this. I'm probably more excited about this than my favorite movies of the year. We're counting down the worst movies of 2022. And <laughs> for me, this was tough because I think I am notoriously difficult to please. <laughs> you are. You are. That's uh, you are. <laughs> You're pedantic in your own ways, though. Oh, no. I'm also like, I feel like I have more neutral movies than you. Maybe. Yeah. But you have a lot of like the ones that you yeah you you're right i haven't thinking about that lately how i like i am i tend to either love something or really not like it. <laughs> there isn't a lot of middle ground at, at this point yeah i typically am like okay like i think i'm harder to impress mm-hmm. and harder to like yeah kind of anger i have a little more patience but right. i feel like we're gonna have some overlap on this list i think we will um, all right, I will kick things off. I will preface this, by the way, that I, I feel bad, but my list isn't more diverse. It's mostly horror movies, but I'm a <laughs> horror buff, and horror is just like consistently the worst genre these days, I feel like. So several of these are horror, uh, including this one. My fifth worst movie of the year, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the uh, sort of sequel. I guess it's a sequel, technically. Uh, that premiered on Netflix earlier this year. Um, I, I, I have it at the bottom of my worst of movies of the year because like, I feel like there's some life to it, some art to it. But I think on some level, I'm a little precious about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, especially Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which at this point has become one of my absolute favorite movies in the world. Um <laughs> I love everything Toby Hooper did with those movies in the 70s and 80s, the way they comment on the politics of the time. Like, it's they're just so interesting and dynamic in the way they're commenting on America in a way this movie isn't. Like, it's very dumbed down and it's just making like Gen Z jokes the whole time and the characters are terrible and the acting's bad. 
and they made Leatherface like not as cool. Like everything about it just like kind of pissed me off. So I just throw it down here at the bottom. It's a movie that just didn't need to be made. Eek. What's it? What is it out of like your total for the year? Um. It, oh, so I have, I, I have updated this list and maybe, but it is at the bottom. So uh, I have 45 movies on my list as of now. So it's number 41. Okay. Okay. I'm at 54 so far for the year. Nice. So this is starting off at number 50 for me. Nice. I, I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so I can't really like chime in on the commentary, but I believe from the beginning they would not do Toby Hooper <laughs> justice. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, I, at number 50, have Don't Worry Darling. Oh, yeah. um, it's in... I think you got rid of categories for your rankings for like the yearly rankings. The yearly ones, I don't mess with it. Yeah, yeah. I, so this is like the bottom of my bad category. So it's not okay. in the I hate category yet. It's just right at the bottom. And mm. I was really close to putting bodies, bodies, bodies there, but I feel like I was a little more lukewarm on bodies, bodies, bodies than Don't Worry, Darling, where yeah. I was like actively throughout parts of the movie just being like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so Don't Worry Darling was one. I think most people had a similar reaction where we saw like the initial trailers right. and we're like, oh, this is maybe going to be interesting. Like a little psychological thriller. Seems like it might have some like Shutter Islandness to it. Like it's been a minute since I feel like we've had a bigger budget identity crisis kind of film like this. Mm. And then as it got closer and closer to actually coming out, people turned on it badly just from the the negative press about like olivia wilde and harry styles uh to florence uh pew not being happy with the movie and uh by the time it kind of came out it was with a whimper and it was one that i didn't even go see in theaters because i just had that feeling that it was going to be frustrating and then when i watched it i was just frustrated the entire time (laughs) like i could see some like good ideas and thoughts and shots it's like there's a shell of a very interesting movie it's just there was so much emphasis on like the the physical like scenes between florence and harry where i was just like all right this is (laughs) Mm-hmm. like a little excessive the lovey-doveyness felt like it started to ring untrue which might be yes. part of it like there's probably somebody that's going to argue well of course it's excessive the when you know the twist and like the real like dynamic between them like that, there's a point there but it didn't make those scenes feel any less like frustrating to me and just kind of like eye-rolly and just nobody really gets to do anything like character arc wise it felt like nobody went anywhere like florence kind of had a character arc but we don't even see what happens with her story it felt like such an unfinished movie to me where it's like the draft of a concept and somebody that's like a much better storyteller would have come in and said well let's take what you have here as the full movie and make it half of the movie and yeah. then let's dive into like the rest of the movie. Yeah. I just sat here nodding my head the whole time. Like I agree with all that. It's just a movie that doesn't quite hit the points. It's purporting that it's hitting, you know? Yeah. Like it's clearly commentary, but at the end you're like commentary about what, like you're not really like saying much or like there's not enough meat 
to the characters or the story. Like, it all just feels a little half-assed and not well done. Yeah. The Chris, uh, Chris Pine's wife, Gemma, um, yeah. in the movie, like, her character, are, she has, like, an important, she takes an important action. Yeah. And it's completely underdeveloped, undercooked, like... And then she stabs it's an action for whoops sorry i shouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> it's an action for a sake of action but it it's not eh. yeah it's not good yeah um number 42 for number 42 it is my number 42 but it's also my fourth worst movie of the year bodies 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 chris mentioned it earlier yeah it's uh gosh i think on some level this would fit into my category of like eh, this is just plain bad but the more I kind of thought about the movie and read about it, like I just started getting more and more pissed off about it. <laughs> like on some level, it's just like a flat out bad movie full of like people who I don't think are very good actors besides Lee Pace who killed it in that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, Lee did good. But other like, it's just like a, like I don't like me describing it makes it seem like a movie you should never watch. Like it's a bunch of Gen Zers arguing, arguing about stupid shit the whole time. Like the, the, the structure of the plot is there, like the concept, like it's a game of bodies, 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 and someone was a murderer and you got to find the person. But like within that, like they don't do anything interesting. Like it doesn't end up being much of a commentary on generational gaps or anything other than like what they're saying out loud. Like it's a movie you could just listen to instead of watching. Um, and the acting's bad. So like you're watching bad acting arguing, which is just like tor- torture. Um, and then, like, I don't know, I was just reading about it and I had, like, five screenwriters and all of them are, like, 40 years old. And I was just sitting here thinking, like, oh, God, like this. <laughs> it's just a, like a bunch of old people complaining about young people and nothing about the movie is interesting to me. So I just I really just hated it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, yeah, there's something to the idea of it being like uh, a microcosm of like Gen Z social media. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like the cancel culture that comes for Lee Pace with only having like false information and incorrect information you can start to extrapolate it to some interesting things yeah but does that mean that it's interesting to watch yeah that was ultimately i mean that's the kind of the beauty of our site is like i did write an article explaining bodies 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 and i i talk about all that like i talk about like social media casualties and like how people get canceled like all that is 
definitely part of the movie. Like, I get it. But I can also pull myself away from, like, objectively what the movie is doing to, like, is it doing it well? And is it enjoyable to watch? No and no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 10 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it going. So in the start of my I hate category, I feel kind of like part of me feels like a little bad because Variety just did its worst movies of 2022 list. And all these like people in the film industry were commenting how like kind of mean it was. Elijah Wood was also just like, why'd you have to do this? Hmm. Um, Like it's implied if it's not on a best of list that it's not like great. So did you really have to like take the time to tear apart these filmmakers? And uh, part of me is just like, are we doing the same thing? Are we no uh, better? I think people need to grow up. <laughs> and then part I, of me is like, well, this is just our like our personal views on yeah, the things, you know? Of course. I, I can't think of a, a more. I can't believe anyone would care about that. But you know what? Everyone's got their own interests. Yeah, I can at least see a difference between like an institution like Variety calling out worse movies versus like two individual critics (laughs) Eh. i have no problem with it i hate uh good night mommy was oh was uh my fourth worst movie i hated Um, the original yeah i didn't mind the original all that much though it was like bizarre for a lot of the the runtime like kind of uninteresting but I wasn't mad while watching it. (laughs) This one, I was actively mad while watching it. And I feel like the cast was doing like as good as they could with it. But really what ruined it was like the last 10 minutes of the movie was just so cheesy and over the top and uh, like infuriating to me that I just, I was so frustrated when it ended. Um, Especially with the changes they made to the original, it was just, I would have loved to have been in the room as that conversation was taking place. Oof, yeah. I have no intentions of seeing it, so everything you just told me is about all I need to know. Um, mm. Number three for me is, well, I, I hate to do this one because I don't want to open up a whole discussion point. Like, I don't want to make this episode take any longer Uh-oh. than it should, but Barbarian for me. Mm. Um, it's just... Uh, it's funny because like I've heard you talk about it, Chris. I know you really enjoy this movie. Um, it was number three on your list, right, for your best movies? Yes. No, it's um, number four. Okay. Okay. Um, we're gonna have to do an update to your list. I know. Um, <laughs> but I, and I and I totally hear all that, and I of course I could see why someone would like. I'm not a fucking psycho. Like I can understand why people like movies, but I, <laughs> everything about this movie and what it, to me it's less of like the structure of it and like what it's saying and doing like i don't deny that any of it could be good i think just for me and my taste like a lot of this movie just felt icky and weird to me and not very enjoyable to watch like a lot of the commentaries on just like genders like felt really like straightforward and like everything felt like it was a character of something and it was meant to be a commentary on something but it was just like the story itself was like gross and like this guy that I'm following is just like this maniac who like I have no empathy for and don't really understand at all. And this girl is just stuck in a terrible situation. I'm just watching her being stuck in a situation. Um, Just everything about it, like I didn't enjoy. Plus, I just this kind of storytelling, like it's 
trying to build a world and it felt like that's what a lot of the movie was doing was just building out this world that in the end I actually don't really learn that much about um, and I don't think there's going to be a sequel where like I learned more about what was going on I don't know just like everything about it like is it my kind of movie so I had a um, especially unenjoyable time watching it <laughs> it is a, a stylistic clash in terms of our, our tastes yeah right. um, I feel like too like in terms of what I've come to over the years understand from your taste, like <laughs> the more a movie can be like happy or like positive in a way, like you can be very like human about like the way that a movie That's makes probably you feel. Uh, yeah. With like Barbarian, as you're saying, it's pretty like a gross situation overall. Yeah, and the negativity and like kind of ugliness of that, I think, kind of creeps into your overall experience with the film. I think you're spot on. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a very similar movie at my like third number mm. three of the year in terms of worst, uh, in terms of just making me feel icky and you know, it's Glass Onion and Knives Out <laughs> mystery. <laughs> wow, uh, I didn't expect that. I really liked Knives Out. Oh, really? I, I don't like saw, Knives Out. Yeah, I saw it opening weekend. I was one of the people being like, oh, my goodness, this is such an enjoyable film. I hope everybody goes and sees it. It's creative and inventive in a way that, you know, it feels like you just don't get from a lot of movies these days. Yeah. Um, you didn't like it, though. No. Uh, it's ugly. It's a group of ugly people, right? Yeah, they're just all ugly individuals. Yeah. Physically. Um, <laughs> And then Glass Chris Onion. Evans, so ugly. <laughs> just who can stare into his eyes? Uh, but Glass Onion, I thought, was such a step back in every single aspect of the movie uh, that I was just pretty disappointed from the very beginning. Mm. Uh, just even the opening scene is kind of horrific because it's a group of... It's not even horrific, but it's, it felt... <laughs> It's like I'm, I'm kind of excited to see it. <laughs> spiritually horrific to me because oh, it's okay. a group of like, in, like famous people that all get these boxes from their like genius friend, and they're calling each other to figure out like what's in the box and how to unlock it. There's all these little mini puzzles that they have to figure out, and th it's just so unrealistic <laughs> in how they're figuring this thing out, and so <laughs> over the top. It felt like a scene that's being written by somebody that's writing like a Saturday morning cartoon show rather than somebody that's actually like writing maybe like a slightly hyperbolic but like grounded world. Right. And the first Knives Out was like a little hyperbolic but grounded. And this just starts off with that sequel energy of like, oh, who cares about logic? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Chris Lambert yeah. does. I do like I I really do and there's gonna be people that really love it and they'll be like Chris you're crazy and I'm just gonna stand my grounds that it's a stupid fucking movie yeah people think I'm crazy every day um yeah. my second worst movie of the year this falls into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre category because like I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre um and so number two for me is Scream um oh. but it's worse it's much worse than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I actually think my bottom two, like there's a big gap between my bottom two and the other three I've talked about. So they um, would be your I hate category. They're absolutely my hate category. Um, Scream, I, I think the big reason though is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like as much as I don't like it and as much as I think it bastardizes the franchise, like 
it is its own vision. Like it is doing its own thing and it's an update on technically what the uh, original movies did. But Scream is like an active rehash of the Scream franchise, which is in line with Scream. Like they are all meta commentaries on horror movies. So this Mm -hmm. becomes a commentary on like Wes Craven's Scream and new people making it. The problem is that these two dudes who are like younger than me, they're madly successful. So I probably shouldn't be talking shit about them, but I don't remember their names. The two guys that directed it, but they are like, also this means like they're aping Wes Craven's style in a lot of ways. And there's something about that, that like especially drives me batty (laughs) and maybe just so pissed the whole time I was watching it. I was just like, Oh, like they're trying to make a Wes Craven movie. Like they're Mm. doing it with his aesthetic, through like his lens they're trying to make it almost seem like he made it in a way that like doesn't work like it's not nearly as smart it's not nearly as interesting the actors aren't nearly as good like everything about it just like is just really shitty like it, it really sucks compared to like what it's clearly commenting on like the fact that i can put these two entities side by side and be like oh like this is how much worse this thing is <laughs> like everything about it like and i love the especially the original scream i like all the scream movies actually besides this one um especially the original scream movie so to see something like do such a bad job at like recreating it it rubbed me the wrong way it was my worst movie of the year for a while so ooh, i don't know what is at the bottom of your list so this is (laughs) This is going to be intriguing to me. My was like a similar situation to yours, uh, though it was part of a, a trilogy based on a famous horror franchise. I have Halloween Ends, oh God. Um, which 56 seconds left. We're going to go over time. We still have to figure Probably. out what we do when we go over time, but <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, Halloween Ends was just... I liked the David Gordon Green... Um, why do I always forget his name? Danny McBride... Mm. Uh, Halloween. You do forget his name a lot. I've I've heard you forget his name several times. Right? It's weird. <laughs> it just like goes out of my head all the time. Uh, but Dan McBride, David Gordon Green, I liked their original Halloween. That, that was like 2017, 2018? Yeah, they made them pretty quick. I thought that was a enjoyable, exciting, like well done, like spiritual successor or actual successor to the first one and was happy with it. And was really excited that they were getting to do like another one. And then when it got turned into a trilogy, I didn't think much of it. I thought it was in good hands. And I really enjoy their HBO shows. Um, Vice Principals, of course, Eastbound and Down. But Vice Principals and Righteous Gemstones, I think, are much better than Eastbound and Down. Mm. So I was really excited what they were going to do at the end of the franchise. And Halloween Kills was such a god-awful movie. And I hoped that that was just because they turned it into a trilogy, so stretched out the story and kind of came up with something on the fly. And Halloween Ends was going to be like more of the actual successor to the first one they did. And it was just equally as uh, amazingly, horrifically stupid. I don't... I don't understand what happened in the process between like the first one and the last two that Halloween ends is the, like the result of 
all of their like years of labor and writing and skill and craftsmanship. I don't know what would have happened to cause this to be as like dumb as it is. <laughs> what does it call like gilding the lily? What is it <laughs> when you like you dip into something too much and try to make it something that just becomes a bastardized version of whatever it was? Yeah, to embellish or improve something unnecessarily is yeah. gild the lily. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Y- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I um I haven't seen any of these Halloween remakes. I'm not even a huge fan of the original ones, so I I don't know in what world I would ever sit down to watch these things, but I'm glad you did it for me and did the reporting back on it. It's not even just that the story, like the filmmaking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually tend not to be a huge David Gordon Green fan. Like I'm thinking through his movies now, are there, are there any that I love? Did he make Step Brothers? Mm. is that him what am i thinking of no adam mckay that's right gosh i don't know who i'm thinking of he did some movie i feel like i might have liked pineapple express oh yeah i do like pineapple Express. i knew it was a comedy i I like the sitter the sitter always cracks me up oh the sitter i remember that movie okay uh drum roll worst movie of the year um this movie just like it's funny like i feel like the movies I usually have at the bottom here in the I hate category, like there's either something like Scream that like offends me for whatever reason, like especially offends me. And then there's movies like The Gray Man where oh. I just like, I don't know. It's very rare you encounter a movie like this. It's like encountering one of your favorite movies ever where you're watching it. You're like, oh, my God, this is doing everything I want a movie to do. Like, why can't all movies do this? The Gray Man is doing literally everything I don't want a movie to do. <laughs> it was just like, it was such torture the whole time. Uh, the, these Russo brother guys, I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, yeah. They are just, in my mind, like everything they touch is the least enjoyable thing to watch. Like, Ouch. Didn't they make the Captain America one? Um, yeah, which was the best Marvel movie to date uh, when it came out. God, it's just like but you so, hate it. so grim and solid and yeah, you and don't boring. like the grim stuff. It's just like boring though. It can be grim, but like not in the such a anyway. <laughs> just like dead-eyed people like talking seriously about things for two hours. Um, yeah, but the Gray Man, like it, this was a step up. Even like I don't like the Avenger movies they did, but at least like. I can acknowledge what they are in some sense. Like the gray man. I don't know what anyone would possibly enjoy in this movie. Like the action is so terrible. It's a terrible role for Ryan Gosling. He doesn't fit into it at all. They do every trope in the book, like a sick little girl. He has to watch after. And like Chris Evans's character. I mean, we talked about Chris Evans earlier. I'm sure he's a great guy, but like, I tend to not like him in pretty much everything he's in. And oh. I think he's terrible in this. Like he, his villain is just like the scummiest, like grossest dude, like not enjoyable to watch. There's nothing interesting about him. Just like every step of the way, like nothing's just nothing fun. Not, not fun in the sense of like, you know, a fast and furious movie, but like there's nothing fun or enjoyable about it. Like I'm not invested in any of it. I don't care about any of it. And I'm just waiting for it to end from literally the first, like, five minutes and it's a two hour and 20 minute movie so worst movie of the year i remember when they released like the first teaser scene from it and it was like 
Netflix, the first teaser scene, the gray man. <laughs> and just thinking that looked miserable. Like the two minutes of content that I watched that was supposed to get everybody hyped for the movie automatically told me that I was going to hate the movie. Uh, so I skipped watching it entirely. But I feel like we would be pretty aligned on the <laughs> ranking so. of that one. I, I would question you, Chris, if we weren't. <laughs> Though I will say, uh, Russo Brothers' four MCU movies are my favorite four MCU. Not my favorite four, but... Maybe you'd love the Grey Man. Four. Yeah, Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Like, yeah, home runs, all of them. Not to you. Not to you, though. No. No. Uh, my <laughs> least favorite one of the years, speaking of the MCU, is I guess it's technically not even like a movie. It kind of is. It's a holiday special. You're going with the Guardians it's of the, the Galaxy movie? Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday wow. special. I did not expect that. <laughs> no. Well, just because it's a holiday special or because I didn't it's even know like, if it was a movie. I thought maybe it was like 30 minutes long or something. It was an hour. It was too much of my time. Let's put it that yeah, that's way. That's true. I, I think that's a fair. If it took up too much of your time and it's at least an hour, then we can count it as a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was legitimately start <laughs> to finish. It just infuriating to me. Uh, and maybe like I feel like a Grinch being like, oh, this holiday movie for children is awful. But I mean, the I think it goes to some of my issues with mm -hmm. the MCU in 2022 that it went from something that was telling very kind of like a tonally consistent story from Iron Man through Endgame mm -hmm. to now being a lot more comic-y. <laughs> A franchise that Disney owns? <laughs> yeah, like Disney. It's become more Disney where they're like, okay, we have yeah. all of these TV shows that all have like different tones and energies and some are serious, some are silly, some are goofy, some are fun. And that's none of it fits with like the MCU to me. And this was one that just the quality is so low. And it's the same thing with like Knives Out, uh, the Glass Onion movie, and Halloween Ends were just the logic is terrible in every single situation <laughs> where you're like, okay, this was written by somebody that's just like, ah, it's a movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> who cares? And even with this being like, if it's a kid's movie, there's like a whole stretch where like the characters go and get drunk and then break into Kevin Bacon's home and then fight police where you're like, is that a kid's movie? <laughs> and if it's not a kid's movie, then all of the other choices in terms of like dialogue and plots are just a lot. Like, why do any of it then if it's not for kids? So it's in this yeah, middle ground right. of like being weirdly edgy for kids stuff, but also being like too stupid for adults. Though I say that and there's going to be some adult that's like, I loved it. It was fun. Why can't you just have fun? And that's because I have a broken brain. You're a Grinch. That cares too much about logic. Yeah. And just like quality. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't, I can't turn I, it off. I can't imagine. Like if I'm watching Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, like 
I've lost a bet or something. Like, there's no reason in the world I should be watching that movie. Ugh, it's it's especially frustrating because like Guardians and Guardians Two are like they're fun. Like, yeah, they're, they're good. Different. They're well done. Than the rest of the MCU, but they are like well done logically like <laughs> structured things. And this just had. I feel like James Gunn sent like a clock and was like, I have 30 minutes. That's all that I'm giving to like coming up with this holiday special. I'm not going to allow it to take any more of my time. So whatever I write in 30 minutes is the holiday special. That, yeah, that's a good writing practice, but you don't have to film it and then screen it for people. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we did go, at this point, we're going to go over 10 minutes over time. I have a suggestion for what we could do. What's that? We keep track of all the time we go over. Okay. Add it up. And whatever that amount of time is, uh, at some point, at our own choosing, we have to spend that much time talking about a movie that we apps that talking nicely. Here, what is it? Like, we have to spend time talking about a movie we didn't want to watch basically we're forced to watch a movie <laughs> oh my goodness okay i could get behind that though i could also not get behind that we'll talk the about torture. it more but that could we'll be what we do it. i like like the time that we go over being used towards something <laughs> yeah that's a that's Ugh. a good call it's gonna happen a lot too yeah so we'll figure we'll figure out what that is all right until next time yeah uh, whatever Bye. Yeah, what's our sign off? We don't have <laughs> we a don't sign know. off. We'll figure it out. <laughs>